Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of Monster Mash. Today, we are talking about romanticism within the text of Frankenstein. I, with me, I have Mark, Jake, and Caesar, and my name is Amber Bicek, and we're going to start with a very broad topic, such as, what do you guys believe is the, be is the biggest source of romanticism in this text? Uh, personally, I would say the question of, um, of knowledge given to, uh, or, okay. Uh, first thing I was gonna ask if uh, technology man creates can defeat him in his own pursuit of success. Uh, personally, I think that that's a yes. Um, it's a very uh, romantic theme just because it, it, it's, it deals with technology and obviously romanticism is the rejection of industrialization and technology in, in general. Um, and as we can see from the story, yes, uh, the story of Frankenstein's monster ultimately does become uh, a killer and tries to kill Victor as he kills you know, his whole friends and family. Does it feed him in his pursuit of success? Yeah, that knowledge is definitely like a big portion of this text. What do you guys have to say? Uh, I would think that uh, the creation of the monster in the first place, or the idea of creating the fantastic just with other people's body parts, uh, to co connect them into one person, I thought that was uh, a big idea of romanticism because that's kind of what started the story off or what kind of built the romantic foundation that brought in the rest of the romanticism for the story. Yeah, I agree with that point. How about you, Caesar? To go even further into the monster, I think that this also has the element of nature in it, specifically creating something that's almost above nature and also above man, simply because this monster has never been done before and it's not really natural. And so this element of nature, it's almost a question of whether or not the monster is adding to it or going completely against it. Yeah, I love your take because yes, of course, knowledge is definitely a big driving force in this text, but I really like the idea of the monster being above nature because throughout the story, we see a motif of loneliness and isolation and like the monster like having to be by himself and like running away and not being cared for which then causes him to become this, well, a monster. So I feel like the knowledge is the, the driving force to how the monster was created, but after he's created, it's definitely a source of nature and being almost better than nature. Uh, another big theme is uh, Deus Ex Machina, uh, which is portrayed obviously in the creature's creation. Um, in the story, this creature is constantly doomed and is born in a place of of desolation just because of his own isolation uh, due to his, his own being. He does not know where in the world he belongs. Uh, he's the only creature of his kind and he simply cannot relate to anything because of this fact. Yeah, exactly. And I like that because the monster is alone, but we also see later in the story, Victor ends up alone himself. So how can you relate Victor to the romantic themes as well? Um, I think Victor can be related to the traditional romantic themes through the idea of his passion um, for his work and uh, imagination and innovation because that was a big theme of the romanticism movement, um, getting into your passion and innovating and just changing the world. And I think uh, his drive um, and passion for his work, like we saw in um, Wit, was yeah. kind of like a, the death the death of him, but uh, in a way, you know what 
what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And it's like different because of this, in his retelling of the story, he's very passionate, but we can see when we meet him through um, Walton, he feels guilty and terrible for that chase of power. Right, so maybe that uh, the change of events probably changed him as a man too from yeah. before the monster and after. Exactly. All right, let's move on to another question about romanticism. So. Uh, the, the monster obviously feels an awe for nature um, and an awe for knowledge and uh, mm -hmm. education as he learns from the DeLacy family how to speak English. Um, this, this sort of uh, learning through the crack in the wall kind of serves as a, uh, a, a dual, dual purpose to the monster just because he, he realizes that he can't get a normal sort of education because he can't speak to people directly. He has yeah. to sort of learn things from um, an outsider's perspective which sort of uh, causes for like a broken English in a sense. Yeah, which definitely furthers like the theme of loneliness within this story. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's uh, definitely another reason why you could find, uh, where you find the monster. So like in awe of nature too, is because uh, when you get away from, the monster's looked at as a monster. Um, when people see him, they're scared. Like they're like, he's ugly. They don't even want to talk to him. You yeah. don't want to get to, they don't <laughs> want to get to know him in the first place. Exactly. exactly. So I think we're, it separates him being uh, in society and nature. Nature is a huge part because he can separate himself from society and just truly live and be present. Yeah, and a part of that romanticism like vibe is kind of like the loneliness you get from chasing your passions. So I, this story really brings forth like that idea and that kind of hidden part of romanticism. Yes. Yeah, it's like the monster is symbolic of this loneliness that Victor ultimately brought upon himself and not to mention that his biggest creation his biggest aspiration was ultimately the destruction of everything that he held dear to him his whole family died to the hands of this monster and it's like this contrast of going against nature above nature in this theme of romanticism but at the same time it creates such a loneliness for Victor and also the monster um, talking about an earlier element of romanticism, um, just the creation of the monster, I had a question. Um, if you had created the original monster, do you think he would be willing to create his partner as Victor in the end was not willing to do? I think I most, would, I most definitely would have uh, created a partner for the monster as, as I brought him into this world. Um, and, and to live in a world so isolated, so alone, with, with no, no kin, no anything, no, no one to relate to, it's just a horrific uh, imagination. Would you, would you take uh, the destruction maybe that the second monster could create into uh, consideration uh, just based off of what the first monster has already done? Personally, no, because as the monster or the creature states, uh, he only lashes out because of how alone he feels and how isolated okay. he does feel. Yeah. I like that question and that point but I do have to disagree just because of the whole, he, he ended up killing all these people, so why should I follow his will? And like, I feel like that ties into romanticism because it's like, he, de he desires for something more and he desires for a relationship. And if I were to be the person to do that, like I would just be enhancing this, I would just be enhancing what's already happening and the destruction in nature. And uh, to rope in uh, one final piece of text, text is the, um, the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Uh, 
it, it is con- in complete contrast with the story just because um, Frankenstein, uh, Victor Frankenstein obviously is a creator. He creates the monster. He plays as God. And in The Rime of the Ancient Mariner, um, the Mariner actually kills the albatross, which is a sign of God. Yeah. Um, and to, to quote, um, it's at the length of, length, at length did cross an albatross. Throughout the fog it came as if it had been a Christian soul. We hailed it in God's name. And this is on Mariner 2. Um, this is just a form of engagement with the supernatural. Uh, as the seamen believed, they saw a soul fly through the air in the form of cold winter fog, which is just a uh, old adage of uh, engagement with the supernatural, a romantic theme. Yes, all right, thank you. Those were all wonderful points of romanticism, and I feel like we really encapsulated how Frankenstein encapsulated nature into its theme of loneliness. Thank you all for joining me, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you.